Erotic, erotic, erotic. Hey. Erotic, erotic, erotic. Hey. Erotic, erotic, erotic. Hey. Erotic. Welcome back to another episode of Erotic Embodiment. I'm your host, Katie Smiles. How you feeling? How you doing? What's going on? How are you? Uh, how did everything go with the new moon? Um, the new moon in Cancer felt, and um, the new moon in Cancer felt really, really special. Um, I felt like I hadn't had that much to give in a long time, and I actually feel really similar about this full moon in Capricorn. And for those who do not know, I am a full moon baby. I am a Capricorn sun, Cancer moon. And so, I guess in some ways, this um, astrological moment feels like home because it's when I was born. Before we get into it, as always, thank you to all my patrons who are currently supporting me. Remember that this work is not free. It is definitely labor. Um, It is a labor that is done in love and care, but it does cost. And so, should you want to support this work, you can rate this episode. You can write me a review. You can also write to me, letting me know you think. The email is in the show notes. It's erotic embody. That's E-R-O-C-T-E-R-E-R-O-T-I-C-E-M-B-O-D-I. I'm like, woo. <laughs> Words and spelling all at the same time, erotic embody at gmail.com. Um, but you can also Join my Patreon. Um, What's nice about the Patreon is you get the horoscopes in a written form. And then also um, I write them after I usually do the recording. And so you get extra tidbits. Also, if I have any like exercises or videos that I suggest you watch, I usually put the links in the written portion. And so it's really nice because you can just kind of have everything all in one spot. So yeah, if you're looking for ways to support this work, you can do all of those things, share on social media, write to me, join my Patreon. It's all very appreciated. Um, if you have any loved ones that you want to be mentioned in the bereavement portion of the show, I don't have any names today, but you know, I know that people are always dying because dying is a part of living. And so just feel free to write them to me. You can always feel me feel free to in ugh, feel free to message me on Instagram. I'm really, really active on Instagram. I hope that people who know that enjoy my story because I have so much time making it. Um, So that is all the things I had to get to you. Okay, so before I go into this cancer season, I actually wanted to share something with y'all. And I'm actually going to see if I can find a song that feels like it gets the mood right. But, um... I roller skate, and I roller skate at, usually at the skating rink, though I will go outside. And one of the things that I love most about studying astrology is really trying to figure out, like, how it's showing up in my day-to-day. Astrology can be a lot with the aspects and the planets and the houses, and sometimes you just wanted, sometimes I just wanted to be simple. And so I just wanted to share with y'all that a couple of weeks ago during Gemini season, maybe a month ago, I skated in a line. So if you don't know, when you're skating at the roller rink, um, the outside lane is the fastest, the inside lane is the slowest, 
and the really cool skaters skate on the outside in this line and it's a combination to be able to skate in the line be one behind another person is a combination of footwork and speed uh yes i've been skating since i was a kid but when i moved back to houston back in 2021 i like really really was skating like every week and so, you know, going to the skating rink every week, it's a very much so a communal education in space. Like, everybody's learning, everybody's teaching everybody, which I really, really appreciate. So, recently, this older guy taught me how to skate in a line. And so, he taught me, like, how you shift your weight in order to be on time with the next person. And you also have to be able to maintain a certain amount of distance. It's really, really cool. I'll see if I can find y'all a video and put it in the show notes. But I bring it up because after the man taught me, like two weeks later, I got to go to the skating ring and there was this older woman who was skating, but she was skating by herself. And the lines are usually created with someone joining in. It is like this um, super collective experience to be able to skate in a line with somebody uh especially she was an older woman she had her own groove i don't even remember what song was playing but you had i had to stay on her time and i had to basically always be in relationship to her i struggle so much with gemini season for lots of different reasons keep in mind i'm a gemini descendant so you would think that i would be a little bit more down for the cause but I don't be feeling it. And so it's been really helpful for me. And we can, if you ever want to know, like, Kitty, why don't you be feeling Gemini season? You can always write to me and ask me. But um, I'm saying that to say, you know, Gemini season was a really struggle. But one of the things that I loved about Gemini season was finding ways to really tap into the kind of um, highlights or key points that are associated with Gemini season in a way that felt good to me. So, like, learning Gemini season and Gemini energy is notorious for learning and learning lots of different things. And so it felt so good to be taught how to do this line thing at the skating rink, right? Like I am not somebody that's really into a lot of group learning. I like for people to like give me really individualized attention for like 20 minutes and then I just work on it for a really, really long time. And with skating with this woman, I got to do that. I also think that Gemini relationships, at least my relationship to Geminis as people, they they are here. I won't say that because people are people. When I think about embodying Gemini energy as it relates to relationships, I think it's fun and it's sweet and it's very much so like, hey friend, let me hype you up from a distance. It's not Cancer Moon, which I am. It's not super deep. We're not about to get into all of our traumas and tragedies. It's fun. It's flirty. It's light. It's airy. And as somebody that is a Cancer Moon, yes, I do love a good, deep conversation. I'd be down to get into the nitty-gritty of the things. That said, it was so amazing to skate with this woman. I did not know her name. She was really, really cool. And we found this connection that was just rooted in movement and it was light and it was fun. And it took a lot of focus, y'all, because you're having to stay on time and you're having to shift weight when this other person shifts weights. And if you fucking up, you could tell because 
<laughs> you're like slowly getting further away from the person. Um, and then with skating, for me, it's always nice because you're always looking for new brain games. And I'm not somebody that really want to skate in the center and just like work on tricks. I'm somebody that really wants to keep moving. And so it was this beautiful combination of all these very Gemini-esque things in this practice that I love so, so much. And so I share that with you um, because I know that cancer season can be a struggle for people. Every astrology moment or energy or house or theme, there's always going to be somebody or some part of it that you're just like, this is not for me. And so I give you that example as a way to share that that is a very embodied practice that I still like do all the time but the way that I got to engage with it in Gemini season was so special I have no idea what that woman's name is but she's so cool um and I just wanted to know that I had a great time and I encourage y'all to find those moments in each season that feels like I said really embodying of the essence of the season in the activities that you do I think it's a great way to invite the astrology in and I think it's also a great way for you to really like apply the astrology to your personal experience. Um, I've said this a million times, but I know that oftentimes astrology can feel really exclusive, um, both in knowledge, but also in practice. And so it's always a goal of mine to share how I am participating in these astrological moments. Yeah. Shout out to roller skating because roller skating is the shit. Um... How did you like the bonus episode? I actually did not plan to release that episode, but I was really happy that I did. If you did not have a chance to listen to the last episode, go back and look at it. Um, but to start this horoscope off, I wanted to introduce a thought around protection. Um, and I feel like it's really important given all the things that are happening, at least in America right now, but I would even say globally. It's applicable. Um, what does protection look like to you? What does being protected mean? Um, in the episode that I shared, that was a bonus episode, I gave instances where I was up against a certain type of physical violence. Um, and then I talked a little bit about um, some like mental violence that I'd experienced. And I think, especially in cancer season, as a cancer moon, but we all have cancer in our chart somewhere. I think there's this invitation to really look at what does protection mean? When have you been protected? And when have you not been protected? And what does it mean to protect yourself? And what does it mean to long to be protected by others? What does it mean to long to be protected by systems? I think a part of me once thought that protection looked like nothing bad was ever going to happen to me. I was never going to get hit. I was never going to get mistreated. Like nothing bad would ever happen to me. Um, And I just don't think that that's realistic. Like shit happens. Um, Now granted, I do get to choose when we're talking about cancer season. Um, I think there's a lot to be said about like relationships and getting to choose relationship dynamics and what they come with but as we interrogate things like the recent overturn of roe v wade we understand or i understand that protection is not always person to person and i would even argue in this 
black queer body that I inhabit, um, oftentimes some of the most violent um, or the moments of the least protection have been systemic, i.e., uh, I recently received a note in the mail that I have to pay taxes on the unemployment that I received, which is so crazy, right? Because the lady tells me on the phone after I have to call that hundreds of these letters went out. And in order for you to have not paid those taxes, you would have had to call the office and tell them you wanted them to take the taxes out of your unemployment. And why I think this is really violent is because number one, unemployment, I don't know if y'all recall, because I don't know if all my listeners were on unemployment, but I will say that unemployment, to call unemployment during when COVID first hit was a, an atrocity. Never mind the fact that like it's your first time in the pandemic. And specifically for me, it was my first time making that much money. And I'm in a panic because I'm like, well, what do I do? What does work look like? And I think it overlaps also this idea of um, sustainability and care, which I think are two themes that really resonate for that Capricorn cancer axis. How do I show care for myself? What does it mean to feel cared for? And what are the actions that I'm taking to be cared for? And so what I feel like I'm kind of mulling over as we get closer to this full moon is that what are the, like what's within my control and what actions can I take that are protecting me? But then also what cushions of support do I have knowing that shit is going to get real at certain points? Um, yeah, shit is going to get real in certain points. And so how can I be preventive in the systems that I'm a part of, the systems that I've created for myself? Um, I'm in a lot of spaces that think about collective healing. And something that I'm learning specifically in this cancer season is that I have to show up for my own healing just as much as I show up for collective healing which is so difficult. Like you're literally listening to me talk to you wherever you are. This I feel like is the act of having a podcast and talking about astrology, I think is a big pebble or offering to the collective. But in order for me to sustain this practice, I have to be really cared for and I have to make decisions that are rooted in that. And for me, that's actually been a really big shift in mindset and also shift in like tangible steps that I need to take. So I encourage you to, yeah, think about that. You know, what, like I said, what does protection look like for you and what parts of your protection do you have? Can you take responsibility for? Uh, and then what are the ways that you can align with others so that the shared responsibilities of the collectives that you are in are not only evenly dispersed, but just supportive to you. I always say in healing spaces, right? Like if the healer does not live through that moment, um, like if we're, if we are sacrificed in the process, um, is that what you desire? If, is that something you're comfortable with? 
And if not, what are the steps that you're doing to ensure that whatever outcome you desire for yourself is within your capacity? Um, and if it is, like a sacrifice is something you're okay with, then just knowing that and being conscious of that. Yeah. So this full moon uh, definitely, it's a, it's, a, it's a specific one. It's a sweet one, but... I want to honor that it has a lot of personal planets talking to the outer planets. And if you don't know what those are, look them up. I won't go into much detail about that. Um, but what feels important to say comparable to what I was just mentioning is that in this full moon, it might feel the, or the energy of this full moon or how you might feel during this full moon could be anxious or depressed or like, woe is me or because it can feel like the collective issues, the collective violence that we're witnessing um, feels personal, feels like an action needs to be taken. But it could also feel really, really devastating um, in ways that maybe you haven't felt before. And I think that in this conversation around the collective and the personal, um, words like understanding, loyalty, Dedication, process, patience, diligence are words that might be helpful as like um, anchors. It definitely feels like this full moon feels like a, a blooming of some kind or a sprouting of some kind, right? Like we're in cardinal signs. We just have the solstice. Winter is coming change is coming and if change is coming and new beginnings are happening or conversations are evolving there's a real space to say what's dying um and i've said this before you know shout out to minerva arias you know she says that the opposite of birth is not life the opposite of birth is death and vice versa and i understand that a lot of us have been conditioned to really, really celebrate birth and we have not been conditioned to celebrate death. And so it could be a really good opportunity during this full moon to really acclimate yourself to, you know, what is dying? What deaths are you agreeing to? What deaths are you ready to make peace for? Um, and what deaths are happening that are really giving you some space to live differently? Like, um, seeing death is like a moment to clear out. Um, yeah, this, this cardinal energy that feels like, it feels like something is being initiated, but there's quite a bit of fixed energy coming up within this full moon. And so I was just like, it, and Alice Parkley cat spoke about this too. The initiation or the bloom could feel stalled or funneled or held, which I don't think that's a good thing or a bad thing, right? Like, I don't, especially because we're talking about outer planets, like, it's not going to happen fast. This is not a flower that grew in a day. And also, for reference, most flowers don't grow in a day. And so, it, especially with a full moon in Capricorn, I think there's space to look at this full moon and believe that time is on your side. Like you have, I think that was Shameless Maya that said, but I think it's also a Bible scripture. I don't know. 
but you have more than enough time to do all the things that you need to do. And remembering that change can um, be catalyzed, right? Can be sparked. Thinking about that cardinal energy, like the strike of a match. It can, it can, change can happen that way, but that's just the initial moment. And so much of lasting change is a day-to-day thing. And so you can think about this full moon as being that catalyst moment. You can also think of it as it you seeing a certain type of growth in this moment, but then also thinking about how can that fixed energy help you maintain and stabilize it and also watch it grow into something else. Um, I think there is a space to name things in different ways or categorize things in certain ways. You know, I've heard so many friends say that, you know, once they got this thing diagnosed or once an astrologer named something for them, they could accept it in a different way. And specifically, I think with this full moon, I think there's space to maybe name themes or name certain memories that you have around abandonment and belonging and protection in different ways. And I think in naming them in different ways, you get to exist in a different way. Um, I lastly want to, before I get into like the horoscopes or I have a, like a couple more notes, but I'm going to slowly transition to horoscopes. Shout out to Ad Juju Bay. You're the bomb. Um, I was listening to their Black Technology episode last week. And I felt so inspired because this full moon is happening. I think at the yes, it's happening at the last decan of Cancer. The last decan of Cancer is ruled by Pisces. If you aren't familiar with decans are, I'm not gonna go into detail about them, but just look it up. It's actually quite simple. Once you get it, yes, it took me a minute to get it, but once you get it, you got it. Um, but yes, this full moon is happening in the last decan of Cancer. The last second of Cancer is ruled by Pisces. Keep in mind that Cancer in of itself is a water sign. Jujube was talking about rituals and spoke about bath rituals that you can take to clear the energy of a relationship. And so I invite folks to both listen to that episode, but also if you are feeling called to do a bath ritual, I think this is a great time to do so. I understand that this full moon is still in Capricorn. And so obviously do what makes sense for you. But I did a bath ritual last week with some Epsom salt, just like Juju Bay said. And it actually has felt really, really clearing for me. Um, like I said, we just experienced a solstice. It's just like in my body, it just is like winter is coming. Um, and in its cardinal energy, it's in Capricorn. Capricorn is a very material sign. Like there's progress that can happen in very tangible ways, given that we speak out, write down. Like if we get tangible about the things that we desire, I think that there's space for those tangible things to come back to us. And I think a bath ritual is one of my favorite tangible exercises to get something moving and so now let's get into horoscopes so for my cancer rising and cancer sun folks i have care protection in relationship 
to others, whether they're collaborators or platonic friendships or romantic relationships, um, hell, situationships. And the way we relate to the work a relationship can take and the larger systems that need to change so that a bridge can form between your ability to nourish and the pathways available to share that nourishment. If you want an image, you can think about um, how, yeah, like the Colorado River is a really long river. But in terms of access, not everybody has, um, some of the dams have been closed so that they don't flow to where they should go. And I'm wondering if this full moon, you can really start to decide like, okay, this is the way and this is where I want my nourishment to flow. This is who I want it to go to. In this moment, it feels like you're problem solving around new ways of sharing information and ideas. Maybe new ways of sharing yourself. Might be some questioning of whose truth is compelling you. Like who told you where your nourishment is supposed to go? And how does it differ from where you want your nourishment to go? And you can lead from new stories. You can be autonomous and maybe the word I'm thinking of is like self-righteous, but you can have more autonomy. You can have more agency. You can have more authority around your perception or your decision around care and who gets it. I asked, what new levels of care are you ready to share and with whom? And can you see what's preventing this? Stories, systems, expectations. And lastly, what steps do you feel like you can take to remove these blockages? Capricorn rising in sun. What about you? What about you? What levels of care are you letting go of? Uh, shout out to my latest patron whose name I am slowly forgetting. But yeah, yeah I, I, I know we tired. I know we tired. And I think that at least in my body, it is felt like my levels of exhaustion have made it really difficult to hold on to things that are further exhausting me. So I'll say again, you know, what are you letting go of? And what new levels of care are you making space for? As you review, um, reassess, reevaluate your values and embrace this new catalyzing energy in maybe your early stories do you see do you feel how in going back and looking at those earlier stories and embracing the bullshit that comes with them 
do you see how that process is creating a new way for you to relate to people? Do you see how that process is giving you space to feel more supported in your relationship to other people? Because we're not meant to do this alone. I feel like this full moon is offering this moment of newness. Like the soil is literally turning over. Things are new. And it might be subtle. Like it just might be like, oh, wow. I didn't always used to look at it like this. But now I do. But I will say that as you continue to evolve, so does everything else around you. I know that sometimes change can feel scary and it can feel like you're alone in the change. And I know in the new moon horoscope, I said, you know, the intimacy wasn't where you needed it to be. And I, I honor that like in transition, support can get really just not there at the times that you need it. But it certainly feels like this full moon is creating some space for the intimacy to be where you want it to be. And so how can you prepare or um, open yourself up to that possibility? All right, all right, Leos. So this season of nourishment could have felt lonely or created a space for a longing. And this full moon feels like an opportunity for you to listen to that longing. Maybe it's with nature. Maybe it's you want to talk to some ancestors. If I'm not mistaken, I suggested that y'all watch uh, The Secret Marriage or um, Paris is Burning. Um, remembering that ancestors are not always people that are in our family or in our bloodline. Um, but you could also tap into this energy just by like dancing in your own body. Um, potentially depending on the how you what housing system you use. Mars might be moving through your 10th. And, and so as Jupiter continues to pass through Aries, it feels like there's these internal messages. What and however you're and when I say internal internal messages, I'm thinking about whether you're talking to ancestors or you're dancing or your nature, whichever. It feels like you're laying a new foundation for you to work differently and to feel nourished and supported differently. Almost like, um, yeah, it's giving me the sensation of like ripping out your baseboards and putting in new baseboards or ripping out your bottom so that you could put in something. So you can just like, yeah, almost like, you know, like a table is leaning and it's like the table is like rocking back and forth. So you like lift up the table and then you take out the old thing and then you put it underneath there and then it holds it up better. Um, that's not an easy process. I, I want to honor that it's not an easy process. And I wonder if it feels a little destabilizing or feels a little overwhelming because it's happening at your root. And so take care in the ways that you need to, whether it's dancing or singing or being in nature or watching those movies. Um, but I just think that this full moon 
it's offering you an invitation to feel more supported and connected. It made me think of um, the Jill Sky. One is the magic number. And she just keeps coming back to like at the end of the day, it starts with me. And you can listen to that song. Uh, the playlist is in the show notes. And lastly, um, anything that's blocking this newfound support, anything, if you're feeling that table analogy really working for you, anything that's making that table or your sense of self, your sense of self rock even more, it's got to go. Um, yeah, it's got to go. Right, because essentially it's blocking your ability to shine and take up space in the way that you need to. And it feels like, yeah, this full moon is offering you like a light or a candle at your deepest roots. And I think it's from because it's lighting you from the bottom up, it's giving you even more space to shine. All right, Aquarius, water isn't logical, nor is it linear. And I understand how logic is so pervasive and also like sometimes more highly valued. But we're in cancer season. And so it may, this season may have, I may have asked you to or been an invitation for you to think illogically or to embrace a certain type of non-linearity. This full moon, however, could feel a little bit sweeter or safer because can remember that Capricorn is ruled by Saturn just like you are. And it could feel like familiar or just easier to work with than the entirety of Cancer season. It looks like there's some reconfiguration, some moments of connection and connectivity to others in a way that's been, that's just different from what you've done before. I think this season has invited you to care and nourish and protect yourself differently. How's that going? How has that felt? Were you able to embrace it? In what ways do you feel like you want to embrace it moving forward as we complete the soul moon? This moon feels like a revealing of some type of tangible next step, some type of guidance around like how to move forward. How can you be receptive to this new information? Um, for this horoscope, I thought of the Black Radio intro. Um, it's a great song. It's by Robert Glasper with so many feature artists. I'm going to forget their names, so I'm not going to even go into how many people are on that song. But pay attention and listen closely. Listen to it a few times. I think that in you listening to that song and noticing all of the different voices and all of the different sounds is such a brilliant song. Um, I hope that it's kind of a, a mirror or a, um, an example of what it means to get new information really, really quickly or one after the other. And it still feel good and sweet rather than overwhelming. All right, Pisces. 
in doing your new moon horoscope it felt like y'all were falling um uh, falling um not falling as in like tripping though that that could be it but it just kind of felt like you were leaning down or leaning into this new thing um it kind of felt like surrendering or laying down yeah and this full moon feels energizing and supportive in the laying down it feels grounding or like creating this bridge or maybe in this full moon you're seeing some things kind of connect in a way like a bridge is being illuminated to you as you are in this practice of surrendering notice how the new information that comes up with the full moon be it your emotional body or new opportunities notice where you can hold on or anchor where folks or institutions or organized groups or community uh, is lending you a hand. Um, when I look at it, it doesn't feel like the surrendering is like going to stop. But it feels like in this new moon or this full moon, it's like you, you're wrapping your hand around this, this thing. And it's just like, yeah. Okay, I can fall. I'm okay. Virgo. I was really happy about you guys' new moon. I was like, oh, I, I love that you get to kind of interrogate goodness and innocence and brightness. Um, and this full moon is a fellow earth sign. So, yeah, in the... so And when I say it's, in the, it's a fellow earth sign, I'm thinking that it could feel really supportive. It seemed like y'all were really, yeah, in the new moon, I feel like y'all were really making space for yourself. Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean that it's easy, but it felt like it was worthy of effort. And I'm wondering if this full moon creates even more space for expansion. Um, all of the season is we're, we're, we're dealing with Cancerian energy. And you are a Virgo, and it may feel odd or out of body because it's asking you to move away from this, like, mercurial space, which is more maybe analytical or cerebral or thought-based or idea-based, to this more, like, moon space, which is feeling, and it's water, and it flows, and it's not about what makes sense. It's about honestly what feels good or what feels right right like when we pour water into a cup it's just water in a cup it doesn't necessarily make sense we don't it's not the same rules the governing body is not the same and so that being said with that with this season i think this full moon might feel like a gift because like i said earlier it's in earth sign it's in a place where I feel like you have a whole lot of space to just like play and fuck up and give yourself permission to be imperfect and to try and to really be safe 
in your ability to dream and play and imagine and come up with and conjure. Um, I encourage you to make something like maybe you want to like color a coloring book page or maybe you want to play outside or maybe you want to make out or maybe even you want to get with your boo and you're just like, I do not want to orgasm right now. I just want to like kiss you all over your body and like maybe you add like a to- like a toy of some kind like a feather or even like a rose petal but it's it's just pleasure for pleasure's sake um or maybe you want to play with your animal but i think there's space to really indulge in what's wonderfully imperfect it's 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 so special those moments to feel like your mistakes don't have a cost. Um, I think it's it's quite human and humanizing. Taurus, this full moon feels like a deeper truth is showing itself and or there's an opportunity for you to feel more clear around whatever deeper truth you're already naming for yourself. In the full moon, in the new moon horoscope, I mentioned that you and Scorpio needed to really find ways to embody hearing yourself as much as you hear others. And this full moon feels encouraging and catalyzing around that effort. Um, this kind of like root to tip, um, um, like you're being nourished from your roots to the like tips of your fingers. You have the space to share something new, whatever this deeper truth that maybe that seems to be kind of coming up and the process of sharing it isn't complete. I think there's more, but under this full moon, that sharing in whatever way you decide to do it, be it aloud with yourself, alone at night before you go to sleep, um, with someone sitting on the couch, um, I think it acts as a salve for you. And that act of sharing opens up things that you just didn't consider that I think are going to be really, really nourishing. All right, Scorpio, this full moon feels intimate. It it feels close to your center. Like there's space to share with those you love some of the ways you struggle to receive protection and validation. And maybe even how that has affected your ability to be in relationship with others. It might even be a conversation with yourself allowed like walking around the house maybe while you're washing the dishes however you decide to basically allow that memory or that moment to surface for you I do think speaking it out will be helpful um if it feels good to you I even thought about like maybe you want to look at some old photos and think about where you were in those photos are and it feels like this full moon 
however you want to engage with the past, it feels like this full moon is an opportunity to say you made it. You made it through the seasons of lack. You made it through the seasons of not being protection. You made it through those seasons of just being like not as protected. And I think admitting that, you know, for lack of better words, you know, shit got real at certain points. I think it is like that admittance is in of itself distilling and clarifying and guiding. Um, there's a song on the New Moon playlist called You Made It by Tiana Taylor. And if it feels good to you, I highly recommend you listening to that song because it feels pretty spot on for how this full moon is feeling. Gemini. Hmm. Old wounds and maybe old griefs, but also old ways of grieving. Um, and if you don't know what I mean by that, uh, you can think about the ways that you grieve now versus the ways you were taught to grieve as a child. If you were not taught to grieve as a child, that is in of itself a pattern. But it feels like old wounds, old griefs, old grieving patterns with this full moon are coming up. Um, and this full moon, I think, gives them some space to shift tangibly. But the thing to remember with this full moon, it's a, Cap it's a Capricorn full moon. Right, like to, to do something about something is to look at the thing. It's not a time to disassociate, right? Because if you're disassociating, you can't really do the thing because you're not really focusing on what the thing is asking of you. It makes you want to ask you, though, like how has this season been dealing with such uh, an intuitive space, such a, a, um, a feeling body? How has it felt for you to engage with your emotional landscape? And if you haven't, this full moon could make it a little easier. And by easier, I just mean it could just throw some shit your way that makes it a little bit more difficult to avoid. Um, I honor that this season and this full moon especially could feel super overwhelming, super anxiety-inducing at times. And I think that this full moon is an invitation to get vulnerable in your body. And as scary as I can feel sometimes, it can be so helpful. Notice the feelings. Um, notice how... If you feel like you need to surrender... Notice the amount of effort you have to put in to surrender. In other words, notice all of the ways that you resist acceptance. And that might be the case for some. For others, it might be engaging with a new healing modality. I was like, maybe you want to get Reiki for the first time. Maybe you want to get acupuncture for the first time. If you're not somebody that walks a lot, maybe you want to do a walk. If you're not somebody that runs... Um, there's also like biking, um, maybe you want to do singing meditations, but it definitely feels like in you acknowledging those old wounds, old griefs, old grieving patterns, as you look at them, there's space for them to evolve into something new and specifically not only new, but more appropriate for where you are right now.
Sagittarius, for starters, it's still brewing. just want to say that whatever you feel like is moving, it's not. It's still brewing. All the flavor ain't there yet. And I think this full moon feels special because while many parts of your life are in review, this full moon helps you nail down some key needs and values that help you set the tone or the expectation that you might have for whatever you determine the foreseeable future, whether it's the end of the year or it's the next three months. But I think there's whatever you're nailing down with this full moon, with the information that comes from this full moon, it's a key component to say like, all right, this is how I want to move forward. Everything is moving slower. Oh my God, everything is moving slower. As a sad rising right now, I'm like, baby, this is a lot. And also, this is one of the first times in my life where I actually am noticing that the slowness is helpful. Because in building slowly, it feels like whatever I am building in this moment will not only last, but more importantly, I will last. That mutable fire is one to be super adaptable and sometimes in being adaptable to an environment and to a relationship or to a person our essence our roots our needs our ability to protect our ability to nourish ourselves goes out of the window because being adaptable is a skill that so many people have but oftentimes not everybody gets a chance to say these are the non-negotiables that I'm going to enter into. And no matter how adaptable I am, these things aren't going to shift. And if they do shift, I get to decide when. And it feels like this full moon is giving you, like I said, those anchors that should help you fly in ways that feel really good and supportive. Libra, I really liked the song that I chose for y'all for the new moon because I said it's okay for people to say your name. And when I thought about that, I was like, right, like it's okay for you to say, I'm just, look, I'm just asking you to say my name regardless of where you at, regardless of who you with. And I was like, it's okay to receive attention. And I think this full moon might bring up instances or memories or stories or old habits that reinforce how you feel when you don't receive attention. It's important to remember that while we can remember what it feels like to receive, not to receive attention, our behaviors have to shift in order for us to receive the attention. Does that make sense? Like sometimes... I can get so caught up in what things used to be that I'll behave the same way even though I'm getting new information. And so listen to the moments where you didn't receive it. It's important. Metabolize it. The song that I chose for you at the new moon was, yeah, shared with you with the intention that you'll feel energized and capable, that you'll be able to look back and say, them niggas did not say my name. Bitch, say my name. Say my, say my name. Yes. Um, 
And yeah, whatever memories come down during this full moon, know they are a part of you and they didn't defeat you. And your, your ability to metabolize those memories is necessary because it paves the road for you to receive the care that you need. It's almost like it's because I know what it feels like to lose that I am so invested in my not losing. But if I had never experienced losing, if I had never experienced longing, I wouldn't kind of have a blueprint for where to go next. And I know it can be really difficult uh, with, or I can imagine it can be quite difficult for Libra energy thinking about what it meant for connections to fail or mm, not turn out the way we'd hoped, which and for some people is failure. And I honor that. And I hope that with this full moon, you see that it is so not a failure. It literally is a game changer in the best of ways. A level up. Um, if it feels good to you, listen to the song, uh, Rake It Up. It's on the full moon playlist. And last but certainly but not least, Aries. Do I see a career change? Or am I seeing like this deepening of the career that you're already in? But it definitely feels like a moment of shift. A moment of just like, is it a quick left turn? Is it a pause? Is it a reroute? Something about this full moon feels abundant and growing. Like you're noticing something that's really blooming in a way. Maybe it's something that you've been tending to for a while. And I just think you should enjoy it and savor it and play with it. Um, the song Break It Up is on the playlist enjoy it it also makes me think of uh jasmine sullivan's let it burn who is also an aries son um but enjoy it as always you can support this work by leaving a comment on your favorite podcast platform you can write to me at erotic at gmail.com you can also DM me on Instagram. Like I said, I'm super active on Instagram, so I will see it and I will probably respond. Ah, should you want to book a reading with me? You can um, just visit my website. It's also going to be in the show notes. And last but certainly not least, I completely forgot. I am hosting a weekly astrology practice space where you get to share with me all the ways that you notice the astrology is showing up in your life. I'm hoping that this space is really a learning one. Um, it's non-hierarchical. I will not be giving much astrological advice, if any. We will really, really just talking be talking about our lived experience and how we think astrology is showing up. And I think this space is so necessary because I think it will, if you're someone that's looking to learn astrology, I think this is a great way to see all the ways that astrology is so applicable for our day-to-day lives. So, you can also register for that with the link in the show notes. But happy full moon in Capricorn, everybody. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye.